1160 AM, the Quest Atlanta Catholic Radio. We are in day two of our pledge drive, and we are welcoming into our studio Mike Coveney. Is that right? That's Mike correct. Coveney. And he is going to interview a former NFL player from the Falcons, Brian Finnerman. Yep, Finnerin. Finnerin, Finnerin. Okay, good thing I'm not doing the interview, right? I don't have <laughs> okay. any of my notes in front of me, so so this is great. Um, Mike is a coach and a teacher at Marist Way and uh, Marist School, yeah. A director at Marist School. Yep. Yes. Okay, and like I said, Brian is from the NFL, and so they're going to be talking with us. But a few things to keep things exciting here. Okay, we want to have some fun. So All right. so we have a, a matching pledge before us. Okay. If we can get the match then you get to ring the bell, okay? Because it's kind of a celebration. Not until, but if we get the match of $1,500. So that means we have $1,500 called in. Okay. Then we get to ring the bell because we'll turn it into $3,000 for Catholic Radio. Also, if we get somebody who calls in as a founder, and a founder says they'll give $100 a month for 36 months, they get their name on a plaque that will hang here at the studio that says that they're a founder of Catholic Radio. We've had several founders that have called in so far in this day and a half, and we would love to have some more. So the number to call is 678-688-4549, and we ring the bell whenever we get a founder. So give us a call. Help us to get that $1,500 match. Help us to um, get another founder. If we do both, we ring it twice. All right, so we did we, uh, Mary Ann, for, oh, golly, you guys, we haven't even started talking to right. you yet, and you already have a call. Great. Mary Ann from St. Bridget's donated $50 per month for a year. So that's $600 of that $1,500. You guys are on a roll. You just nice need job, $900 more. So so I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm going to take a little bit of a break. But uh, again, it's going to be Mike Coveney, who is interviewing Brian Finneran, and they will talk some more about that. So I hand the mics to you guys. Thanks so Thank much you. for the gracious welcome, and glad to be here on behalf of Marist, Blessed Trinity, uh, Pius, Pius, Pius yeah, Notre got, Dame Academy. We've got all the Catholic schools in the house. Going with those yeah. Catholic schools too. yeah, all the listeners out there that are associated with those schools will be listening for your calls here through the next hour. But I'm here, and I'm blessed to be here with this young man, uh, Brian Finneran, uh, Proud, pious parent and coach, parishioner at St. Benedict, Atlanta radio talk show host on 680, and I'm a huge fan of that. Thank you. Uh, Former Atlanta Falcon, Villanova Wildcat with his Wildcat jacket on today, and native of Rancho Santa Margarita, California. Yes, grew up in Orange County, Santa Margarita Catholic High School. Yeah, well, let's talk about that first. Yeah, Uh, sure. You're a Southern Cal native. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell me about those early years growing up Catholic down in SoCal. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so I went to public school for my first through elementary, and my parents um, wanted to make the switch in, in junior high. So going into seventh grade, we went to St. Catherine's, Siena, right down there in Laguna Beach, which isn't a bad place to go to school, if you've been familiar with that area. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And funny story, Sister Anne, who ran the, sh- the show there, um, if she, if you, so there's seagulls flying all over the place because they're right down there by the beach in Laguna. Where is it exactly in Laguna? Uh, I mean, it is south of Main Beach. It's probably, I mean, it's right in Laguna. Yeah. Laguna Beach. So yeah, yeah. you can't miss it on the way between Laguna and, um, and probably Dana Point. Yeah. Okay. So right there. And, uh, so have... seagulls would fly overhead during lunchtime. Yeah. So if a seagull happened to, you know, drop something on you, like bird poop, <laughs> you got a 50 cents from Sister Anne. 
You try to avoid it at all costs, I can promise you that. But it happened more times than you would like it to. But we had a blast. It was fun. Uh, my twin brother Brad and I both went to school there. Um, actually met my wife there. Uh, she, was, she was there through sixth grade, and she left going into seventh. So we just kind of missed each other. But we had a lot of the same friends growing up. And uh, then we went to the same high school at Santa Margarita. Santa Margarita Catholic? Yes, yeah, Santa Margarita yeah. Catholic High School. And that's a um, bunch of guys that come out of there. Clay Thompson, who's the um, forward for the Golden State Warriors. And uh, he, was, he was there long after me. Um, Carson Palmer, quarterback in the NFL, was a freshman when I was a senior. So a long, long line of athletes and, um, and good Catholics going through Santa Margarita. And really where I learned how to play football. My mom did never let me play Football until tackle football anyway until high school. She so, thought I was going to get hurt. I was tall and like skinny. Ninth grade. Ninth grade is my first time playing really? tackle football. Well, there's hope for parents that are it, oh, that are pushed to start right away. I can't stress it enough how important it is. I think personally, and in Georgia, it's a little crazy because you got yeah. some. Start, there, there's a handful of meatheads out here that want their kids playing first, at five and six. First grade doing the uh, uh, all around workouts. Yeah, go play flag football and um, and learn some. I thought I think I nine. Sports is a great deal. They teach you a word every week, whether it's um, teamwork or uh, dedication or whatever it might be. You stress that for uh, for an hour. You practice, and then you play a game for an hour, and, and you're off and running. It doesn't okay. take up your whole week. Yeah. Well, you're in you're in grown up in SoCal, and you met your soon or much later to be wife. Not uh, that much later. Really? When, when did y'all get married? Did y'all get married out of college or we're in college? Really? Yeah. All right, we did it a little bit backwards, and uh, we had our first son shortly after we got out of high school. Okay. And then um, we got married when I was a sophomore at Villanova. Okay. And uh, had our second daughter um, in my junior year. And uh, so the time I graduated, two kids and, and rocking and rolling, playing some football. And you're living in married housing at Villanova. Yeah, I wish. they didn't. That was the first guy ever at Villanova to live off campus with my wife and kids. Oh, really? Yeah, first okay. time. So we broke the barrier there. Well, let me, how did you choose Villanova? You and your twin? Went, your, what's your twin's name? Your, Brad. Brad, okay. So, so. Brad and I um, had some, we had a lukewarm looks from some Pac-12 schools, like walk-on opportunities. But my parents were in no position to send us to UCLA or USC or even Oregon, for that matter. And um, we were going to go to the Naval Academy on a basketball deal. And we were almost set to go. And before you know it, Villanova came knocking on the door in January of 94 and offered both of us a uh, scholarship to go play football out there. And it was a one double football. We felt like we could play there. But more importantly, after we took the trip and met the people and got to see uh, the organization, how it was run, uh, the family environment that Villanova was, um, and the education that you get from a school like Villanova, yeah. we, were, we, were, we were all in. So both of us decided we're going to go to Villanova. We're going to play football and have some fun at a, at a you know, small school level and, um, and graduate in four years for nothing. Um, and people, you know, I was going to school playing 40, 40, 50 grand a year to go to school at a place like Villanova. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky enough to go there for free and, um, and get an education and a degree when I got out of there in four years. Well, let's talk about faith uh, at Villanova and even step back to Santa Margarita and some of the faith influences on your life back then. Can you, can you walk yeah, us Monsignor through the people? Yeah, Monsignor Harris was running the school at the time. And my freshman year at Santa Margarita, it was the, we were the first charter class. So the senior class was the very first senior class that was there. So my freshman year, we finally had all four grades, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. And Monsignor Harris was a, was a, big, was a big impact on myself and my wife and, and all those guys around me. Along with my football coach, Jim Hardigan, but um, Monsignor really just kind of laid the groundwork as far as, um, and for me, it's 
it's about being Christ-like and just being a good person as opposed to ranting and raving about what your faith is all about, but just living right. Um, and I think he instilled that in me from, from an early age and in my freshman year. My parents were the same way, but he, he sticks out big time for, for that. For me, we were altar boys, Brad and I, um, when we had masses on campus and we helped out readings um, when we did our chapel pregame and things like that. So um, it just helps you kind of keep everything focused and, and in tune to what's going on and what life's all about. So it sounds like your parents were gentle nudgers in the faith, not heavy handed too yep. much, but they kept Absolutely. you, but they it's kept a, you involved in great way to put it. Um, what was it? Uh, oh, it's going to escape me right now. Um, St. Killian was the, uh, <laughs> parish that we went to years and years ago in California. And I ain't been back. I have not been back to California to live anyway for eight, since I was 18 years old, uh, bouncing around playing football for, for a while. Now, settling here in Georgia and making it home. So uh, St. Killian was where I got my first communion and confirmation and everything else that goes with it. And uh, you're exactly right. They weren't, you know, they weren't heavy handed, like you said, but we were at church as, as, uh, as often as we could be on every Sunday. And you miss some with all the sports we were playing and running around. As much as you know, sports can take over a family's life if you let it. And um, we try to be, we pr- try to not let that happen not only growing up, but even with my own kids, uh, four of them now, and it's hard to balance sometimes. But uh, as a Catholic, if you can if you can focus on that part of it, get into church as much as you can. We like to do it every Sunday, but I know it's almost impossible sometimes with the schedules that we put ourselves under. Um, it makes a big difference. Well, we're here talking with Brian Finneran, uh, radio talk show host, uh, Atlanta celebrity, former Atlanta Falcon. There you go. Uh, Loved in this town by many. Uh, we're here and we're here raising funds for the quest. AM eleven sixty. The phone number is six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. Again, we're really reaching out to all those listeners associated with high schools. Uh, yeah, and for sure. All those followers on Brian's massive Twitter account. Yeah, I'll get on uh, Twitter right now if you're listening. It's at bfin eighty six. It's at bfin eighty six, and I'm going to tweet out kind of a link where you can go it's called thequestatlanta.com i'll put the phone number there as well but we need your donations and as much support whatever you can do as little or as much as you you can give uh would be fantastic you guys are awesome i don't even have to do my job you do it for me that's awesome <laughs> six seven eight 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 i'm six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine is the number to call give us a call we have some giveaways we have these beautiful immaculate heart and sacred heart prints you get that with a monthly donation of any amount these are only available through us. You can't get them anywhere else. Uh, at least I've never seen them anywhere else. They're prints that we made from an 1800 print from Germany. So give us a call. We also have a couple of donations that have come in. Um, Stephanie is already a founder, but wants to give a one-time donation of $200 because she is so excited about having Catholic Radio in Atlanta. And uh, she asks for prayers for friends and family that are sick. So we want to make sure that we donate for that. Did we already mention, we mentioned Marianne earlier, right? We already did that one for the $50 per month for a year. Yeah, we did that one. So Stephanie is the one. And so we want to to make sure that we pray. Would you be comfortable, either one of you, in leading us in a prayer for Stephanie's friends and family that are sick? Sure. I'll do it on behalf of my buddy Brian here. Okay. Uh, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we lift up Stephanie and her friends and family in need of prayers this moment, whether it's healing, whether it's uh, good fortune, whether it's uh, your con- your continuing consoling presence, we ask you to continue to bless them, to guide them, and to give them comfort and peace this day. 
In your son's name we pray. Amen. 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 Mary, seat of wisdom, pray for us. That's a closing line that we use at all the prayers at Marist School. Uh, mm-hmm. Whenever we pray in the morning, mm-hmm. pray in the intercom, it's Mary, seat of wisdom, pray for us. Did you have any of those taglines at Villanova or anything like that? Any, any things that came to mind? That, oh, St. Pius jumps out right away. St. Pius, St. Pius. Pray for us, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Okay. And then, um, is it St. Parag- Peregrine? Yeah. Uh, well, patient saint of cancer. Yeah. yeah. We do that as well because a lot of people, really, just about anybody you talk to, any family is almost all... Of, um, of society has been affected some way or another, whether friends or family, with that terrible disease of cancer. And um, and then obviously Our Lady Queen of Victory. Yes. That's always pray. a good one at the I end know. of it too. You prayed for a lot and prayed for that a lot in pro football. Is that your pregame prayer? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Whatever it takes, keep me healthy, please. Well, you you had some ups and downs with football. I want to talk about that. Let's talk about pro football and, to keep, and keeping your faith uh, life in mind with pro football. I mean, I looked at your background. You bounced around. You started undrafted free agent, right? Yep, so... I can run, I'll just run yeah, through it real yeah. quick. So, undrafted free agent. Um, I had a pretty good career at Villanova. Uh, won the Walter Payton Award, which is kind of like the Heisman, and won AA. And uh, went undrafted, and I got some offers from, I don't know, eight or nine different teams. And uh, the signing bonus is these guys are offering me anywhere from 1000 bucks to 7500 which wow. is peanuts in Today's relation terms. to what's yeah. going on today. Yeah. And even back then. So um, the Seattle Seahawks, we uh, I and went out there. You had a wife and two children. That's at exactly the time. right. Yeah, gosh, so guess that's what, right. Guess what number I took? <laughs> Seventy five hundred. So right. we went out to Seattle. Um, felt like I had a decent chance to make that roster, but I didn't get a chance to play much. I was super young and inexperienced as far as what they were trying to do in the NFL. Uh, I was probably six five and I'm maybe two hundred pounds soaking wet. And it just wasn't the right size and strength and speed that I needed to be successful in the NFL. They cut me. I went home and lived with my in-laws in Southern California and worked for a company called Control Air Conditioning out there with my dad, who was working there at the time as well. And when I finished up there, I went home and worked out and um, tried to keep the dream alive and uh, got an opportunity to go to Europe and played with the Barcelona Dragons in yeah. NFL Europe. Yeah, that's Which class. is great. It's like a minor league system in football, which is what really is missing now because you have so many guys in the NFL after training camp get cut, probably 2,000 guys just out of school trying to make a living, and next thing you know, the dream is dead. Yeah. yeah. So the American fo- uh, Alliance of American Football is coming here to Atlanta. Yeah. Like Michael Vick and Brad Childress are running that show, and it should be good for a lot of players to get cut like I did. So I did really well in Europe for the Barcelona Dragons, came back and signed with the Philadelphia Eagles, made their roster. They cut me five weeks into the season. God, big mistake. Yeah. Well, big mistake. It was, it was, it was tough. At yeah, that Villanova, point. Cutting a Villanova boy, forget that. Mm-hmm. They can, cannot do that. Yeah, can you believe it? <laughs> I mean, they wanted me to be good, and I just wasn't good enough. And Andy Reid, uh, who's the head coach in Kansas yeah. City now, yeah. was our head coach, and it just didn't work out, which was fine. It was kind of a, a funky deal. You don't know where God wants to lead you, but um, I met some unbelievable people. You remember the story? In the movie Invincible, it's a Disney movie mm-hmm. um, about Vince Papelli. Right. If you haven't seen it, you should go get it because it's a really, it's really um, an inspiring movie about never giving up on your dreams and trying different things and and just working hard and grinding through things. Um, he and I met, and when the Eagles cut me, my I got no, more, I wasn't getting paid anymore. So like you said, I'm married with two kids, living in South Jersey. And um, I got no, I don't have a job. My wife's working at Gap, and we're just trying to make ends meet. So Vince Papelli, his daughter, and my son were in the same preschool. I can't remember the name of the preschool. They had nuns chasing the kids around and, <laughs> uh, and everything else. But 
he gave me a job downtown Philadelphia, tearing down an investment property of his. So I'm down with a sledgehammer and a mask, and him and his, his cousin and I are just grinding through the day. And I got off at four, and he'd meet me in a little middle school, and we'd go play catch and work on my routes and, again, try to keep the dream alive. And um, the Falcons picked me up on the practice squad in December of 1999. Um they signed me to a couple one-year deals after that. And the rest is and history. And the rest is kind of history, man. 11 years later. The great slot back. We were more of a slot back. Yeah, I, yeah. Played, I played them all. I've done it all. I played. They put me at tight end a few times. They I did. played in the slot. I played out wide. I played a lot of special teams. And um, I just love playing football. I love being on the field and, and being in the mix. Yeah, you were an inspiration to all of us guys that are shorter well, right. or smaller or yeah, smaller slower yeah i mean you um, were you were always underdog steady. kind of story yeah, for sure underdog. coming out of a small school like villanova as well and but the faith journey as a pro yeah, yeah. i'd love the listeners to hear a little bit about your faith journey and how you keep the faith right in the challenges and the ups and downs of pro football uh well just talk about your faith journey during the pros and whether there's any people that influenced you there first how did you, you know, how did you keep the faith as you as you're plowing? Well, through? you go to church as yeah. much as you can. You make sure that's part of it. The great thing about the NFL is they give you an option to, uh, before the games on Saturday nights when we had our meetings. They have a chapel for kind of the non-denominational, non-denominational or the Christians and whatever background they might have. And then we had a mass for some of the Catholics and um, on the night before the night before the game. Really, and uh, it really did make you think about some of the stuff that was important to you uh, outside of football. Uh, you prayed for each other and you talked about um, some of the special intentions you had in your heart for those around you, those that couldn't be at the game, those that maybe aren't playing or, or hurt or whatever it might be. Um, and it just kind of it reminded you weekly before the game that there there's more to life than football, although football got you to where you are and it gives you an opportunity to, to touch other people as well. So um, that was part of it. Being able to do that, having good people around me. Did you have some good buddies on the uh, team that were like? Yeah, Matt Ryan. Yeah, um, and I are very tight. Yeah. My last okay. three years. He's a Catholic guy. He big, is big Catholic yeah. guy. BC, mm-hmm. yeah. Philadelphia yeah. kid. Beat Boston yeah. College where he went to school. Yeah, I was trying to think before that because we always had it was a sprinkling on the teams I played with uh, the, uh, the eleven years here in Atlanta. I think Philadelphia we had might have had a handful more Catholics on the team, but here for some reason or another, whether it's not good or bad, it just is what it is. Um, we might've had anywhere from three to eight guys at mass, but there was a lot of coaches. It was interesting. There was more coaches than there were players really? in our, um, in our masses and before the games on Saturday nights, yeah. which was, uh, which was nice. Well, they're praying for protection. That's exactly praying, praying that I catch the ball. <laughs> yeah. Praying for <laughs> victory. All That's uh. exactly right. But, um, with that said, um, having those good people around you yeah my wife and my mother-in-law is very religious and prays the rosary on a daily basis and those people in your in on your side and that have your back and are saying those prayers for you goes goes a long way i think and then you think about them a lot when you're out and about you got a lot of um a lot of bad stories about professional athletes yeah um making poor decisions or whatever it might be but um Going to that mass, having those people around me helps you kind of stay grounded and understand what got you there and what, what you're all about. Well, your mother-in-law's prayers got you through all those She things. certainly your did. beautiful wife and her mom are yep. praying for you to this day, I gather. No doubt about it. Um, we need all the help we can get. Do you Did you ever have a crisis of faith during your time in football or, um, I mean, just like all I of us? A, I had a lot of adversity. I think... Um, you know, having having my son right out of high school was, was not easy, but having... Um, my wife and her her strength and her faith, along with her mom and dad. Her her father was 
just as strong in his faith as uh, as my mother-in-law and um, it made that decision easy to um, obviously have Connor and raise him the way we did so that was a big part of it as well so that was probably w- one of the first big adversities probably uh, crisis you could t- you well could I wouldn't call it yeah. crisis I call it loving support blessing, yeah, from absolutely. your in-laws yep. and your parents and my parents for sure everyone was on the same page yep. and everyone loved you and your wife Erin that's exactly Deeply. right. And yeah. uh, God is good. So it was uh, it you, was a grind for a while, and a lot of you just took, you question a lot of things and and what's going on. I never questioned my faith, but you just you um, you just try to be as good as you can and, and make the best out of situations that uh, and decisions that you make. In the pro- Before you go okay. to the next question, I'm going to give us an update because yep. we have $950 called in. So that means we just need $550 to take advantage of this $1,500 match. So if we can get $550 called in, if we could do it in the next nine minutes, then we would have wow. time to offer the next match. So we could do two matches in the time that you're in the hot seat. How cool would that be? So come on, give us a call. Can we get that last $550 called in? And then we can add the next match going. So let's turn five. How often can you donate $550 and have it turn into $3,000? But that's what you can do right now because of all the other donations and the match that goes into that. When we get that $550, it turns into $3,000 for Catholic Radio. We need your help. We are thankful to Stephanie, to Marianne, to John, and to Laura, who all called in and got us that $950. Can you be the fifth caller of the hour and give us $550 or any part of it, whatever you can give. You could also give $50 a month. That would be $600 over a 12-month period of time, and that would put us where we need to be so that it turns in to $3,000 for Catholic Radio. The number to call is... 678-688-4549 678-688-4549 or hit us up on uh, on the website as well, thequestatlanta.com. I just tweeted it out, so go to my Twitter page at, at bfin86. Hopefully uh, a lot of my followers are out there listening. I know my wife is who just chimed in. I didn't know she was listening, but she seems to find a way every time. Awesome. Uh, this, the little preschool that my um, oldest son, Connor, and uh, Vince Papelli's daughter went to was called Little Servant Sisters of the Immaculate Conception. <laughs> oh and it was God. run by a bunch of Polish nuns as well. So oh. it, was, it was entertaining. You just go pick them up from school to yeah. see those good ladies <laughs> running around there. Oh, my gosh. So I'd love to find the mascot of that team. The oh, little, yeah. Little I'm not sure they have a squad. Sisters of the poor. Good Lord. That's a beautiful name. Well, listen, uh, this is a joy talking to you. I want to I keep talking about your faith and the football and family, the three Fs that we love to talk about. I'll leave food out of it. You know, yeah. The, well, have you probably... been on this before? Have you done this? No, I've not done this before. Well, you He's did a good great. job. Yeah. Tell the people about you and what you're doing. Because uh, you're coaching at Marist and teaching and teaching and working. You're giving with, back to working the Marist way, sharing the Marist way with all the folks at Marist School, trying to build the Marist spirit, the spirit of Mary within the school, and also spread the Society of Mary's spirit into lay people mm-hmm. as the number of priests decrease for better or for worse in the Society of Mary. It's for worse because we want right. more priests than the Society of Mary. Uh, I'm helping lay people learn more about that spirit that they have. And especially in the school community that we have, we're trying to make sure that that school maintains its Marist identity, its Catholic identity. And um, I've really been blessed to do that. With all That's the awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And kids of your own? I've got two beautiful girls. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Two beautiful girls, uh, Katie, uh, who's a Georgia Tech student, and Maggie, who's a St. Pius the Tenth student, sophomore today. We'll have to get Maggie yeah. and Keenan together and see, uh, yeah, see, see they what can, they're doing. Maybe Sadie Hawkins is coming there up or something. Go. She can take a bold Listen, step. And, take you know. a shot. <laughs> take a shot. I'm taking Keenan to, uh, to Villanova University tomorrow morning. 
I'm going to take him on a tour of this campus. It's a school that um, I hope he gets into and gets a chance to go to as keep kind of the the deal going. I'd love to see one of my kids end up there and, and then um, keep that as an option. He loves the idea of going to Georgia Tech as well. He has really? a little bit of an engineering kick in him. Oh, good. A little mathy mm-hmm. science guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Villanova campus is just beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. I love that chapel. I get in that, trouble. Oh, yeah. That big white chapel. We were just up there when we were looking for colleges. Okay. We looked at Villanova, and she chose Tech. But I mean, the the, the beautiful chapel there, that white it's gorgeous. chapel. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. That's a full-on right church, man. Yeah. That is, that, that place is... Um, is hooked up for weddings for the next three or four years, I think. If you're getting, if you want to get married on that campus, and you better know Father Peter very well, or you uh, you better give a lot of money to the school, or you better get on the list immediately. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful campus. Well, you're a pro at this radio stuff as well, and that's what you're doing to this day. And that's what I'm curious. I mean, you're just yeah. a natural at this, and you, I'm trying to learn from you as I sit here. But you're, uh, you're doing great, and I'll tell you this. Um, I was playing golf just the other day, and we've had guys listen. It's funny how many people listen to you and learn about your family and your friends and, and your faith and everything else that goes on in your life. Just from the stories you tell on the radio, you don't realize how many people are listening. I've had priests come up and tell me, say, I listened to you the other day. I was like, oh, dear Lord, yeah, uh, but what did I say? But we haven't seen you at a confession for the last <laughs> That's exactly right. I better show up. Um, now CT's kicking in. I can't remember where I was going to go with that. But you were saying that you're seeing people listening to the radio all the time and oh, bringing so stories to you. Oh, so this guy yeah. and, and going back to you, this being your first time. When I started at 680 The Fan, I'm on now from 6 to 9 in the morning, every day, Monday through Friday. Um, Love the show with your colleagues. Well, yep. I was Sandra and Steak Shapiro. I was, when I tell you as bad as it gets, I used to get, we have to do these live reads like you're doing. I'm just telling your name one more time. I'm sorry. Kelly. Kelly. Like Kelly does with the updates and, and the phone number and the website and everything else. I would shake, sitting in my seat, shake. My voice would crack. I'd get so nervous. And it was an awful, awful radio. And I, and I didn't know what to say, what not to say, because I was so close to the teammates that I was trying to critique and be critical sure. about. That's hard. Um, so it was very difficult. It was about repetition for me. And uh, once I kind of got it going and got comfortable doing it, I think you learn how to do it. And as long as you put the time and effort and you're knowledgeable about yeah. what you're talking about, yeah. you should have a pretty good show going. Well, you're a character. I mean, you're a great sense of humor on the air. <laughs> you're a character. You know, you've always been that way. You've always yeah. been, have you, you been you more of the, you've been more of the fun loving guy and yeah. your, your twin's kind of the serious one or you're both Maybe kind of, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. We both, we were both pretty shy growing up. Yeah. Um, but you are a character on yeah. the radio. Well, I mean, so we try to have fun. We listen, when you're in a locker room for half your life, you hear and learn and think on your feet very quickly and you're pretty witty. Uh, if not, you're going to get lost in, lost in the mix and, and uh, get beat up verbally with some, by some of these guys. So I think when you, when you live in that locker room environment and things can be rough if you're, if you're three and 12 or something in the, in the season, uh, a little levity and um, a little comedy and humor every once in a while is great. And uh, it, it kept me going. And I, I love, and you hear this a lot from guys that, stop playing football because that's a tough transition too especially guys that play for a long time to go from a locker room environment with 50 buddies to not playing football anymore never being back in that locker room and not even really talking to you know 90 percent of the guys you saw every single day it becomes very difficult to make that transition into the real world and some guys have a tough time doing it right do you reach out to some of those guys? You sure. Those guys? Yeah, from time to time. Like you still keep Absolutely. them in your lives. And, yeah. Yep. yep. There's, a, there's a handful of guys you try to reach out to monthly just to make sure they're doing okay and, and uh, everything's going well. And there's other guys you talk to weekly that are just good friends and stayed that way. Yeah, but you, you, as a pro and as even in the talk show world you're now, you're not going to evangelize much in your job. 
Right. Uh, I mean, you really don't have, other than coming here and doing a faith show, right. you know, you're not going to have a lot of faith shows on 680. No, but, we're not. So you are going to, but you are going to share other times where you have a chance to share your faith. Are there places around town that you get to share your faith? I guess it's speaking engagement. People call on you speaking or otherwise, or? Yes, it's, it's, I just did a, a speaking engagement down in Savannah, which doesn't, isn't really, but you tell the story and, um, and you talk about the different things that are going on in your life and the, and the, what you've been through and they appreciate um, who you are and your message. So I just did a Savannah quarterback club down in, um, down in Savannah, took my wife with me and, and, uh, spoke to these people and they, they invited me to come back for a father son deal. So it means a lot when they want your message to get to their kids. So that was part of it. And then, um, Aaron and I, my wife were asked to speak at this. Um, and I'm, I wish I had the paperwork in front of me, and, but it's Obria. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it, it, it tries to prevent their main goal, I believe, and is to try to prevent, uh, young ladies that are having children to second to think twice about having an abortion. Correct. Um, and Aaron, and we're doing it with Stuart Sink and his wife Lisa. Okay. Um, who also had um, a child at, a, at an early age, and they were in college at Georgia Tech. And and uh, you obviously have different options, whether it's abortion or not for us, but that or adoption or whatever it might be, or raise a child and and and, and make it right. So we're going to speak at that, um, I think it's November 1st, and um, our message is, is about just that. Just We'll have Aaron text in that number yeah, and, that, and that information, because that's a great organization. No, it's great. I mean, and we're thrilled that Stuart and Lisa asked us to do it. Path, that, that, yeah. that truly is. Let's, let's give out a, a website or, or something for that, because that really, truly is an sure. important message. And, and I commend you for being willing to to discuss that because many people wouldn't want that known about their past you know and sure and yet you're out there you're sharing it and and making a difference for others and and really standing up for life yeah start with obria o-b-r-i-a o-b-r-i-a dot org just to, off the get-go and then before we get done with the show here i may have some more information yeah. for everybody all right and i have a message because john i think you know john mike's brother is listening and he called in and gave a one-time from from donation yes. and uh, yeah from la yep. he gave a, a one-time donation on behalf of the coveney family and says that friends are listening so oh, he wants you to know that that is awesome that's yeah. unbelievable what's a obria by the way uh, pregnancy Resource Center. So, and and even more than that, and they're really trying to grow and do some really good things for some young ladies across the uh, state of Georgia and all over the country. That's great. Yeah, I, I know Path. I know Pregnancy Aid Clinic. I know these organizations are involved in the same type of issue and cause. And I know it's just a very, very powerful statement that's oh, yeah. made for all of us. So I Big appreciate ten. you sharing that. Um, you got it. Well, talk to me about Aaron and your kids a little bit. I mean, you talked about my kids. Thank you for asking. <laughs> but tell me about your kids. Tell me about what they're doing and, okay, and, and so, where their lives are right now. Um, they're a little crazy. We I had a we had a small house fire. Uh, we heard about that yes, on the radio. He, he talks about this freely on the radio. I know more about his life than Isn't it nuts? even his family knows it's about like his my life. My wife's like, stop talking about <laughs> me, please. No, she's yeah. a great. She is awesome. Yeah. Um, so we're at an Airbnb down in Brookhaven right now. So it's kind of hectic for everybody, and everybody's really adapted well. Um, so Connor, my oldest, is twenty four. Um, great kid, doing well right now, working and living home, saving some money. My daughter, Bryn, just graduated from North Georgia. She was a soccer player. And both those guys went to Greater Atlanta Christian uh, through their high school for the most part. I told you the story about Connor. Started at Marist. Yes. Started at Marist. My daughter got waitlisted at Marist. Ugh. so But she got accepted to St. Pius. But Pius wouldn't take Connor from a transfer. It was really a crazy summer for the Finneran household. <laughs> so they ended up at GAC. And then um, 
my 16-year-olds at St. Pius, like we talked about, the Junior Keenan, and then Cullen's up at Notre Dame Academy, where we've been, where all our kids have gone to school since um, forever. Keenan and Cullen went from kindergarten through eighth grade there. That's what Cullen is right now in eighth grade, and then they just built the high school, so there's a chance he may finish up there as well. Your your junior is following your footsteps on the radio. I'll, you know, oh, yeah. the ESPX, you got to give him a plug. That's right. Keenan the... did a great job this year calling um, St. Pius football games for ESPX, which is like their takeoff on ESPN on the website, and um, they did a great job. He did the play by uh, color. He did the color analyst for it, and really enjoyed listening to him do that when I couldn't make the games. Well, they're still going strong. Pius is still doing. That's right. Yeah, they're, they won their region. You know, they're they doing did. great. So they're way ahead of the game. Really fun to watch this year. They're doing a great job. Really good. Well, we have other really good news, and that's because you get to pick up the bell and you get to ring it because of the generosity. Woo! It was because of the generosity of John, who called in and put us up to that $1,500 mark. Awesome. So that's it my... could, becomes $3,000 for Catholic Radio. And because we have that so early in the game, we get a, to add another match, so we'll try it again. Let's All see right. if we can All do fifteen hundred dollars more during this hour. So we have about twenty-seven minutes or so um, to to get the rest of this uh, match. We'll we'll lower. We'll I'll have a little mercy here. Twelve <laughs> twelve hundred dollars. It just takes somebody at a hundred dollars a month. Two people at fifty dollars a month. Four people at twenty-five dollars a month. All we need is twelve hundred dollars, and then we'll get this other match. Well, we that was a, your brother John that got us over the hump. Yeah, he was. He's yeah. a mom man. Part yeah, of, yeah, mom <laughs> man. Hollywood kid, you know, Hollywood <laughs> writer, producer. Uh, oh, is that right? We, yeah, he's he's done shows in Los Angeles. You know, he's done a couple shows that have made it, and he's That's doing awesome, great. Man, I got four, I got four Catholic Covenies out there in Los Angeles. They, they may be it. listening right now. That's awesome. All, they so love, it's your brother. It's my yeah, brother okay, John. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's so brother awesome. John, he's a Marist guy too. Went to Notre oh. Dame. You know, huge oh, Notre Dame, huge Domer, just crazy nuts about that. And just love you, John, out there. And thanks for a lot for doing that. Why don't you call your brother Bill? Tell him to call in too. Or Rich. <laughs> we could get up to the 59 and MJ. Tell them all to get in the. On That's the phone funny, here. man. That's good. Um, well, so, you know, I have to interrupt again because holy cow, look at this. We have somebody who's just called in as a founder, so we get to call and we get to ring the bell again, and we get this next match. All right. Right, killing you know, it. I we are killing it. I'm telling you, and I think that that Mike gets to ring the bell because we met that goal. So all let's right. have Mike I'll ring that bell. Got the, it one time. Fumbled it, fumbled it for a minute here. All but right, so that that is awesome. So do we dare add another match? We have all these matches. They say that we can we can use them whenever we want to. Do we dare add another one this hour? You think? Sure. Well, we let's, Brian's let's... got another hour with me here. Another, <laughs> uh, about, about another twenty five minutes. Okay. Right. So, yeah. Don't add on the it's, time. It, yeah, it's kind uh, of lasted for a day for Brian here for all me. All right, but, so yeah. I'm going to no. look up all of my my list, but we're going to add another twelve hundred, and I'll make sure that I keep track of all these so we don't give it away twice. We don't want to give away the matching funds twice. This one's going to be from Barbara this time. So Barbara's going to give us twelve hundred dollars if we can get another twelve hundred dollars called in by the top of the hour. So, so you already got ladies and gentlemen lined up to match whatever we might earn over the next 25 minutes, whatever it is. That's great. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Barbara, Mary, Joe, and Kelly gave us our matches for the the next, for today, yesterday, today, and tomorrow till we run out. So I need to figure out where we are, but I'm sure we're not close to the amount Will you tell the listeners uh, exactly what these funds will go to and what how, how they'll be used? You know, the, the funds really are used for Catholic Radio. It's a brand new station, so they've had to, to purchase the, the actual station, purchase the equipment, rent the space. Um, 
Are there any paid employees for Quest? Annie's volunteer, home cow. She was here 14 hours what? yesterday with me. Oh, my goodness. All volunteer. Every bit of it volunteer. She was here. Um, so electricity. For a 50,000-watt station, electricity is oh my tremendous. Oh, You know, it just, so there, there's all those kinds of expenses. They use your money very frugally. It's all run on volunteer. It's a not-for-profit organization. And so you really can can... Count on the fact that your money is going to be used wisely. Of course, you have engineers. Anytime you have something like this, sure. you have to have the engineers that come in and help. And they're generally not free. Sometimes you can find a, a volunteer one, but not very often. So so those are the kinds of expenses that go into the Quest, but they do use your money very wisely. So give us a call. The number again to call is 678 688 four five four nine we've had several founders which is really awesome because they get their name on a plaque that goes here at the studio so forever they can say that they're a founder of of the quest catholic radio so that that's pretty cool if you would like to be a business that's something we don't announce enough if you have a business that you would like um you will get for a hundred dollars a month for 12 months you will get your business's name for 15 seconds a hundred times during that that year so you can have you know like a little plug about your business this this hour is sponsored by whatever the name of the business is besides that if you call in during the pledge drive i'll be announcing the name of your business now until we go back to regular programming so if you would like to do that the number again to call is 678-688-4549 lots of freebies come on just give us a call the volunteers can help you talk about founder talk about freebies we want to go on with our interview but we would love for you to give us a call and and uh, really just help us you know god can do really good things with your yesterday he really is working through these airwaves we hear the testimonials throughout the catholic radio network and uh you know one one of my favorite interviews i've ever done was a couple who she had said lord when my last child goes off to college we're done he doesn't love me we're done the next day, they didn't know this about each other, but the very next day he's driving home, happens on to Catholic Radio, air quotes, happens on to Catholic Radio. The fact that they he starts listening, comes home and shares with his wife, all of a sudden they start becoming, you know, closer and, and living their faith. And, you know, now it's a year past they took their last kid to college, and she says it's newlywed 2.0. So, right. you know, it's like, it's awesome. And it, they will say... It's only because of Catholic Radio that that happened. And, and it's the Holy Spirit working through the airwaves. So that's really, you know, when you ask, what does your money go for? That's what it no, goes for. No, it's like for, the exact you know? same thing. Exactly. Yeah, the message you know? and delivery and, yeah. and everything else that goes into it. And the yeah. message every once in a while when you're driving around in your car and there's, it's going to take an hour and a half to get home and people are driving crazy and you just get this little kind of special message or insightful or whatever it might be can really go a long way like you're talking about absolutely absolutely yeah those are those are good moments when, when you're quiet and it's just time to switch from one station to the next right to get off your topic and move to something a little bit more yes. rewarding and revealing and 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 that's brings me to my next area i want to talk about brian is the the faith journey more specifically with you i mean you've talked about you're going to church regularly and again i don't you don't need to proselytize and evangelize too much but no what, we can go more too yeah so. what what <laughs> what how do you how do you develop your spirit and how do you keep your your 
I don't know, your call to holiness, so to speak, you know, moving in the I right direction. I think having the kids at the ages they are right now and, and thinking about them a lot and the struggles and yeah. decisions they have to make and then um, having the little ones still in the house that aren't that little anymore to make sure you set a good example for them as well. I think my wife is the is the ringleader in, as far as that goes and um, very prayerful and, and I kind of go back to her, her mom quite a bit because she is that way. What's your mom's name? Um, Kathy, Kathy okay. Fallon, yep. She's in. She's down in St. Augustine. I bet it'd be interesting to see if uh, Aaron gave her the heads up because she's oh. she's all about it. And she would probably be tuning in if she got an opportunity to um, online or something at thequestatlanta.com. So, um, but I don't know. For me, it really is a lot about just living um, and being a good person and making decisions. If you see somebody who needs help, help them. If you can um, donate time, money, like the, a lot of people are doing today, it can go so long and the impact you have. Um, whether it's just giving a, a good message about working hard or, uh, or a faith-based message like we'll give in, um, next week at that event at Obria, uh, I think you can affect one, two, three people uh, and change their lives in one way or another. Like Kelly was talking about, it can, it can eventually go snowball because then those people feel like they may need to do something for somebody else. Yeah. And I think that's how I've just lived, whether it was when I was playing with the Falcons and we'd go visit elementary schools or boys and girls clubs or stop by Choa and go visit these kids or the Shepherd Spine Center and you just see people that are so much less fortunate or, or injured or hurt or whatever it might be or down on them, down on the dumps for whatever reason. Um, showing up and saying hello and giving a few minutes uh, can go a really long way. Yeah, and you and Aaron are always worrying or praying for your kids all the time, I gather. You no know, question about it. Always praying, Hail Marys, our fathers, whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. So. You, really, you really do. And you can do it. We should, I can Isn't do it, it more. I know Aaron is She's, probably a little bit more prayerful than I am. Um, she always asks you, Brian, we, we got to sit and pray. That's we right. Gotta, yeah. That's I can, right. That's I gotta it. Sit I'll for my, be there in a minute. My beloved wife, Falcons Nancy, are playing. says the same thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. We got to sit, we got to sit and pray. I'm like, well, I'd like to watch this game yeah, for exactly. just a few more minutes. So that's what, it really is interesting. Yeah. And we get that message. We are at St. Monica's up in, um, up in Duluth for a long time and made the move over to St. Benedict. And, um, you just get different messages from different priests and some guys can deliver it a certain way. That's a little bit more, uh, meaningful and, and maybe the kids get more out of something or whatever it might be. So we were trying to find the right mix as far as I was concerned. Do you too. have a regular mass time you go to? I hope you don't want to tell people when you go to mass. No, no, no but that's yeah, fine. Yeah. We, we really mix it up yeah, based off kids' here. sports and everything else. Right. So we can go at 1030 on a Sunday or 530 on a Saturday evening and it just, it really, we, we're so all over the place. Yeah. It does get, it does get nuts. Any, uh, like in all Catholic world and the world of saints right. and all the prayers, any saints that you relied on growing up or thinking about to this day, whether it's, you know, and that's always a hard one, but I mean, yeah, in some it ways it's just, you know, if you're a guy that's living it, not, not, yeah, not, yeah, not, you know, not, um, you're not wearing, you know, you're not wearing a lot of the, the swag, the Catholic swag, right. but, but you're living it. No you know, question. So, no but, question. You know, St. Michael. Yes, um, who's our, who's our, who's my dear, my dear saint as there you well, go. you know, there defending you us in this day yeah, of battle. I had a brother, Michael, that, that, uh, passed away a few years back that, uh, that was tough. So a lot of that stuff too. I mean, she's been through a lot. That's Aaron. Yeah. My wife. Yeah. Okay. So that's a big part of it. Yeah. Um, living overseas. Did you ever visit any fun churches or anything like that? Back and forth? You're in Barcelona as yeah. a young man. Barcelona is a little church. Yeah. And I do not remember the name of it. Right on a point there, there's a little town in Sitges, about 20 minutes south of Barcelona where we were in a hotel uh, while we played for the Barcelona Dragons for about four months. 
a beautiful old church set on the set on the edge of the uh, edge of the uh, Mediterranean Sea, and it was just the most beautiful setting. And uh, we stepped in there a handful of times while we were there in Barcelona. The great thing about uh, my kids going to Notre Dame Academy, um, really, all four of them have the opportunity, and three of them already gone to Rome on That's a Rome trip. Yeah, they do that Rome trip, don't yes. they? Yeah. I mean, you talk about those kids come back with a new you, sense of everything. Did you join them ever? Did, no. Um, my wife went as a chaperone. Yeah. Um, but I think the year she went, they may have done Barcelona and Paris, but they made a change since my my daughter went, and that was six, eight years ago. Where now they make sure they just they're going they're going to go to Rome and, and make okay. that stuff happen. Um, you know we've got a few minutes left, and I just wanted to kind of thank you again for being here. But as we share more about our faith, your faith, I mean, there's so many listeners out there that are maybe struggling with their faith. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's life as it is right now right. or right. or where they've been in their lives. I mean, you're not a preacher, you know, but no. you would. Uh, Share any thoughts for those that are struggling with their faith? I mean, listen, I just listen, I mean, just heard from my I, beloved brother John from Los Angeles right. and my family. You know, I got crazy? family, you know, that struggle with faith. You know, we all, and you got brothers, yeah. and, you know, that no. everybody. We always have to kind of share with them some words of encouragement. Yeah, or, I just don't know how you you go to go to the mountains or go to the beach or watch National Geographic for that matter and just see everything that's been created here on Earth. You know, and all the special. Um, all the special things that we have at our fingertips um, for you not to think that there's um, not a higher power that put that all together for some reason for us to, to be here and, and spread a message blows my mind. And and some people are a little bit more dialed in, but as long as you, and I said it a couple of times already, just understand that there's a higher being and, and uh, there's a purpose for you and, and don't block it, you know, because I think a lot of people, uh, with everything going on, social media and all the different things we have at our fingertips now, they um, they lose sight of what really is important, and um, we just try to keep that in mind. Well, that's beautiful. About that you, means a lot. What you got for us? Yeah, I mean the same thing. I I don't really try to. Uh, I just try to witness in the same way of just just trying to be a giver, a sharer of love, of of of, of patience and kindness, you know, right. rather than uh, trying to preach too much. Um, sure. I totally get that. But people need to hear some message, and that's why I like going to those events where you get to speak. You have to, before you go, you're mm-hmm. going to get your message lined up with your wife, and you're going to try to be an inspiration and give them direction, and and that helps. So you have to get your facts straight, that's and right. you have to read scripture, and you have to go to church, and not have to, but you want right. to do those things to grow. Yeah. Um, so I try to do the same thing in terms of just, just, just witnessing through like even being here today, it just reminds you of, so, of the things maybe you're not doing, um, that you should be doing more of. Uh Oh, what? No, 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 no. Just take it easy over there. Okay. Just, uh, <laughs> just like even make sure you get, try to get to church every week and make sure that, right. Um, if you have something nasty to say, um, just bite your tongue a little bit more. Cause I find myself at times, not that that's the end of the world, but you just, you just, Sometimes we're quick to respond as opposed to stop and think about maybe what uh, what you should be doing instead. Well, you're in a high-pressured world where right. people, people are trying to outdo each other and talk oh, and smack goodness. back and forth. Right. In the radio especially. Yeah. And that, I'm in a much slower-paced world in teaching <laughs> and academia. It's a little more laid back. and But you have to hustle and keep up with the competitors, so to speak. Yeah, so, no question about so you've it. You've got to be a little bit quicker on your feet. So I know. <laughs> Yeah, well, you are quick on your feet. You're quick with the spirit. Um, I try to you're be, filled be with quick the, with the phone real quick, will you? Yeah. 
4549 or hit us up on the website thequestatlanta.com looking for some donations and try to raise some more money before we get out of here in in what 14 minutes and counting i'm not looking at the clock trust me i'm just telling you what's left yeah, and actually, we break three minutes early. Oh, so, geez. so even less than that. Come 10 on, minutes, 10 give minutes us left. a call six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. You know, you were talking about about praying and how your wives are praying. I think we should should take a minute and and say a prayer for all of the listeners, for everyone who's called in this hour. We have Stephanie, Marianne, John, Laura, John, and Ken who have all called in and made a pledge. Helped us make two matching pledges. We're working on that third one. Just need twelve hundred dollars for that third one, but we made fifteen hundred and twelve hundred dollars. So can you call in and help us? But let's stop and pray. Pray for families. Pray for our families. Pray for all the families of the listeners and pray in Thanksgiving for each and every one of these people who have called in. Would one of you like to lead that prayer? Brian might just say a word here, just a quick word. All right, you got it. All right, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Dear God, please help those families that are out there and going through uh, hectic times and in a hectic world, kind of sit down and relax and say a prayer themselves and, and understand that there is uh, more to life than seeing how many hits you can get on your Twitter page and, and Instagram and everything else and realizing what's important in our lives and um, making sure that family time is important to you. If you have an opportunity to sit down at home and have dinner and, and say the blessing beforehand and, and share over a meal and um, and appreciate each other as much as you possibly can, take that time and, and make sure you do it when it's there because before you know it, um, those kids and and will grow up and, and will not be in the house any longer and, and you'll you'll regret not being able to share that time with them and, and kind of uh, reflect on everything you guys have gone through. Amen. 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 Well, we're going to talk about faith, family, and football the entire hour. And so we've covered a lot of faith. Yeah. Covered plenty of family, maybe a little bit more. We could talk a little bit more, but a little football just to close out. Yeah. You know, any good football discussion i really want to talk about the bt marist game tomorrow night because that's close and near to my heart do you have any really interest in that as a pious dad i mean like well I said, listen pious... uh, here's what i'm not supposed to do i think yeah. is root for marist correct right yeah and not that can't... i don't like you guys and i think you've <laughs> yeah. got, got you and i have gotten a lot pretty well considering we're coaching right. for the right opposite for the rivalry. Sides. yeah, yeah. um <laughs> you put well, me on the spot that's all right i mean no could... no no listen um Just... I, Pius, Pius has won their region, okay? Yes. Uh, this, so we got that covered? For all the high school football fans, Pius has won so, their region. Marist and Pius are playing for the region. Right. Actually, Marist and BT are playing for the region on Friday night. Oh okay, so who knows yeah, I wouldn't what mind you're reading interest Marist can go ahead and take it. Really? I have no problem with that. Oh, my gosh. Um, We're only a mile away from BT right here. They might be storming. Right. Listen, BT got some big kids on that team, Huge. and they are... They are special. So if Maris can pull it off, then they will... Uh, You're rooting for the underdog, then. That is an underdog okay. game for them. They, okay. It definitely is. That'll be a, that'll be fascinating. Pius took care of Maris this year. In a big way. Yes, they did. 17 nothing. Yes, it was. You were there. and I was there. I got the call on the radio. You got the call I didn't mean to bring up bad memories. Well, but. it's still painful, but I mean, yeah. in some ways, it's, uh, it's reality. You guys had our number for a couple of yeah. years there, so it was nice to get it back in action. And you were there, and we were talking about this beforehand, you are there with John Kincaid, who's a mayor's parent. That's right. a friend of yours and colleague of yeah, yours. Yeah, John Kincaid at works eight. on the station as well. Yeah, he's a big Catholic, strong Catholic. Strong Catholic, does a great job, and he is as, regiment, as regimented as possible, not only in the radio uh, in his life, but getting to church at a certain time every single Saturday evening, I believe. Yeah, yeah I've actually seen him at that mass. Yep. Uh, I've seen him at our mass at Our Lady of the Assumption. It's not his regular church, but he was there one day. He actually walked up to me and said, Mike, you know, I'm glad All to right. see you here, you know, so I rarely make that mass, but he's 
he is regimented to say the least. Oh yeah, there's no question about and it. And you guys were good fans and good colleagues at the. Uh, we did we call the game together. We thought it'd be fun for 680 to get a couple guys on the sideline from either side of the school, St. Pius and Marist, and kind of go back and forth. And we had a, we had a blast doing it. We really did. It was a lot of fun. Well, I mean, that's a good point because what do you say to those Catholic parents or those parents out there that are like just all that? about rivalry and their kids. I oh, mean, it's over the top. It, it, to explain, I mean, you've seen some stories or heard it, but I mean, heard it. I lived it, it coaching with the uh, coaches at St. Pius. It is a real live. What like, have you, what have you heard in your ear other than I've heard, uh, looks like they're tougher than you tonight, coach, you know, which is what I've walked down. Oh yeah. Facing. I've heard more than that. I'm not going <laughs> to say so much. It is a healthy rivalry. Um, and both schools do such a good job. I, I enjoyed coaching the seventh and eighth grade team the last three years. Um, immensely the kids that come through there and you have the same experience with the kids that come through Marist, but just good, respectable, um, disciplined, fun kids to coach and watch them grow and become young adults. I think that's what I love doing in coaching football. Um, seeing the kids grow kind of, and they understand there, we pray before, uh, before and after every practice at uh, St. Pius when we practice and after games, before games, it's just, and to see the kids become young men and learn how to play the game and become better football players is pretty sweet. So I I, I love that part of it. Is there anything that uh, that you find especially you know challenging in reaching kids or, or are they kind of I mean that those are younger guys. You know what I grade. have the I have I'm lucky that I am who I am. I guess you could say I'm, and just it just it is what it is. I was able to play 12 years in the NFL. Yeah. So you when can, I tell them that. And tell them I played for the Falcons. Immediate credibility. No question. Yeah, yeah. So they have a tough time um, not either listening. talking back yeah. or not listening or, you know. But they can't cut their routes like you did. That's the problem. They can't. <laughs> I'm trying time. to get into it. I mean, I mean you just throw your hat down saying, why can't you do it like the pros can? You have to remind yourself these I'm guys only are not professionals. 12 years old. That's exactly right. Um, so, yeah, that that is, um, that's a lot of fun for me. Okay. Um well, we're blessed to continue talking here on AM 1160. Uh, we are raising funds for this great radio station that's trying to bring the Catholic faith uh, to the Atlanta area. It's a new project that's been in place for over six months. Carol Tersmith is a dear friend and leading this organization into promoting and sharing the Catholic faith with all. Please call in at 678 688 Four five four nine, or visit the website thequestatlanta.com. I'm Mike Coveney. I'm sitting here with my new friend uh, Brian Finneran, uh, having mm-hmm. a good time sitting in front of two blessed uh, pictures in front of us. The Kelly, what are we doing with those again? Yeah, what are you these? get those for any monthly donation. If you call in, these came from an 1800 prints. I actually got it at a garage sale. I got these huge, like 16 by 20 prints at a garage mm-hmm. sale. They were from the 1800, so they had no copyright. So I was able to go and make copies of them. So the only place that you can get them is by, by giving a donation, as far as I know, is by giving a donation here today. And we will send you an 8 by 10 print of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and an 8 by 10 print of the Sacred Heart of Jesus for any monthly donation. It can be $5 a month, and we'll send you the print. So Beautiful. any monthly donor will get these prints. We've had uh, several who have called in as founders. They will get the prints, plus they get an Echo Dot automatically when they call in as a founder. And everybody who calls in with either a monthly pledge or a one-time pledge goes into a drawing for an Echo Dot. Um, and the, we did have a winter winner, and I don't know where I put it, um, but I did have, I had the name of the winner. Here it is. 
Um, the name of the winner is Roslyn Broom. Roslyn Broom won the Echo Dot yesterday. So anybody who calls in today with a pledge of any amount goes into the drawing. And again, we really want to reach those families that are associated with Marist, Blessed Trinity, St. Pius X, Catholic High Schools. So we really want to have those Yeah, Notre Dame Academy Notre Dame Academy as well, which is a sister. So for Sister High School of Marist, by the way, you know, exactly it's a very, right. very, mm-hmm. we're closely mm-hmm. associated. And Debbie Orr and the whole team over there has done a great job for many years. Yeah, we did. We got a chance to uh, raise our kids at Notre Dame Academy with Joe and Kelly George, who uh, are a big part of, um, geez, the Catholic community in general here, huge. Yeah, they're here very, in very, Atlanta, yeah. which is huge. So we were able to do that. And please, just a couple more bucks before we get out of here in well, the next these, couple and, of minutes. And these, the Sacred Heart of Jesus and Immaculate Heart of Mary pictures, you know, they will not be signed, but they will be blessed by Brian. Fair there you right? go. So we can, we can live. We can, he just gave yeah. the sign of the cross. Some holy water. So, you know, he, he's permitted to bless those, just like all I of us. I know. We might, we might have to call Monsignor yeah. Yeah. Come back on here to, 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 to do that blessing. Yeah. We'll do it on yeah. top of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. 678 We had another pledge from John Mick, I, it, it just says MC, so they didn't get the last name on there. Hundred dollars, one time, hundred dollar pledge. Awesome, eleven hundred or more dollars, and it turns into twenty four hundred dollars for Catholic Radio. That could be done. There could be somebody that calls in with that amount. Six, go ahead and give out the number. Six again. seven eight six eight eight forty five forty nine. Six seven eight six eight eight forty five forty nine. Excellent. You guys did a great job. Well, so. that wasn't too bad. That's a Mike, you handled this very well. Well, thanks, proud of you. Yeah, thanks. You're, you're yeah. kind and yeah. you're generous. You did nice. There's and no commercials. There's nothing. I was waiting for a break at some point. Yeah. Just grind it through that hour, dude. <laughs> what's the over longest? Over and over again, right? Have you, have you grind it? What's your, you, <laughs> we always get a break, man. We need, yeah, how long you is your, get some commercials? How long is your longest? You got like a four-minute four interview, five-minute interview with people, like if Smoltz or somebody comes on the radio. Oh, we get guys like Glavin. that. We try to go... 10, 12, 15 minutes. You go long. And it does get tough to ask questions towards the end of it. And you did fantastic with your deal. All right. Nice we're going job, back man. to regular programming. Here we go. God bless. All right.